Hey, how's it going? It's your boy Chris for the Rupal. And if you're hearing this, you're probably going, hey, what, what what's going on here? What's going on here? <laughs> well, see, we went through a rebrand. The original podcast was called Speaking of Which. And I didn't want to get rid of a certain number of these episodes um, because I was like, they kind of relate to Drunken Book Club and I wanted to keep them alive. So I wanted to keep these adventure episodes alive with the rebranding. So... Here it is, here's the message letting you know what's kind of going on, why I didn't say welcome to Drunken Book Club, or talking about what we drank, yada 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 kind of thing. Um, but here it is, and our new socials for this series are dbc underscore pod, not, at, not the old one, that's our Twitter account, <laughs> and possibly Instagram come soon. And we also have our Patreon at patreon.com slash drunkenbookclub, where you can pay a dollar and tell us what book to read, and... To have a jovial time with us. All right, thanks for joining me, and you guys enjoy the episode. Bye bye. Have you ever thought to yourself, "Hey, these guys should talk about this book on Drunken Book Club," or even, "Hey, I want to hear them gush about this on Rubles Rupees." Well, guess what? We'll listen to you if you pitch in a dollar on our Patreon. That's right, for one dollar, we'll listen to you. And along with that dollar, you know what else you get? You get access to all the bonus episodes that I put out every single week, including the backlogs, and early access to all our podcasts and videos, and everything else that I put up on there. So for a dollar, I think it's pretty much worth it, but you be the judge. Check it out. It's at patreon.com slash speaking of which. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to a, a, a creepy, a deadly experiment, if you would, episode of Monkey March Madness, speaking of which, I'm your deadly experiment, I'm your, a, I'm your dolphin that becomes very horny for his master uh, experiment, Christopher the Horny Dolphin Rupal, joined with... The parents that don't listen to you, Sam. And... Edward. Edward. <laughs> The, the, mo- the monkey with the baby monkeys with the with chicken wire. <laughs> what? Have you not heard about that experience? No. It's fucking awful. No, what? We're not going to talk about it because that's not the deadly experiment we're talking about. Oh and who are God. you? Uh, the backwards animorph brand and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what experiments are out there. Uh, there's not an experiment in that. That's alien to I'm sure that like that's happened. Somebody tried to turn an animal into a human. Yeah, yeah, there was. I was about to say there was the... Uh, Nazis trying to make guerrilla soldiers. Yeah, see? There was that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think they tried to make them with sex first, and then, yeah. We're not gonna get into that, though. That's not what this episode's about. This, this, episode, <laughs> this episode went from a PG to an R pretty fast, and I regret it, because we're, we're we're doing a let's read this time around. We're doing another let's read. Uh, we're doing Goosebumps, Give Yourself Goosebumps, The Deadly Experiment of Dr. Eek. Look at that gorilla that's a vampire. It's a vampire gorilla on the cover, guys. Oh, no. Is this the gorillas that the Nazis tried to impregnate? It, it, <laughs> it is, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. Stein had it right all along. Oh, he knew no. what was going on, and he had to tell us the truth. This is like the um, the, the memoirs that like released the the documents, right? Yeah, the documentary of mints. <laughs> so, reading. Yeah. Alrighty. This, this belonged to a child named Hansen. Hansen. Mm, oh. Bop. No, that's not spelled that way. Is it? 
I thought Hanson was spelled with an O. So as we know we have, all have phones on us and we could look up Hanson. That's not fun yeah. though. I'd like, I'd rather just commit to it being Hanson. <laughs> Is it Hanson? Okay, folks. I read the book, you decide the story. <laughs> Motherfuckers. It is with an L. Yep, see? That's what I thought. I know my umbops. <laughs> we don't need sources here. We just make <laughs> things up. How did you get in here? A voice calls as you enter the waiting room at Eek Laboratories. That door is supposed to be locked at all times. You and your friend Sam jump! Oh, Sam's in this book, so wait, I don't even wait, need what? to make up a name. Wasn't there a Sam in the last book, too? Was there a Sam in there the last book? There was a Sam trail? in the last book. I think there was a Sam in Oregon Trail. Yeah. Okay. Which is coming out after this, so we can't even <laughs> say before. I mean, there's going to be another Sam. Yeah, the there will be more Sams for you to handle. <laughs> you didn't think anyone was around. Then you spot the receptionist sitting behind its hall desk. She's a short, frizzy-haired redhead wearing too much lipstick for her thin lips. Jeez. She glares at you as if she expects you to turn around and leave. Why are these children so judgy about makeup? Oh, they're assholes. Well, she, should, she shouldn't have such thin lips. It's <laughs> not her fault. As soon as you figure out... Well, she could go through the bimbification process. Am I wrong? It's not for not everybody. Wrong. Well, she's a receptionist. She should. Only because people are weak. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for putting my points. As soon as you figure out you're in the wrong place. Uh, I'm looking for my mom, you tell her. Who's your mom? The receptionist asks. She starts to pack up her things to leave. You glance at the clock. It's almost 5.30. Quitting time. She's the new lab technician, you explain. She's working on some top-secret experiments for Eek. Really? For Dr. Eek? The receptionist gazes at you suspiciously. Yeah, I guess, you say. But really, you're not sure. How come your mom never mentioned him before? Dr. Eek? All she ever told you was that she had a new job in a research lab. You didn't know there was a medical doctor involved. Doctors give you the creeps. Go on to page two. It's at least nice that it's not like five pages. <laughs> Are you sure your mom works for Dr. Eek? The receptionist... Oh my god, I can't say receptionist, by the way. The receptionist grills you. She raises an eyebrow. Her eyebrows give you the creeps. <laughs> What, are they drawn on and not look right? What is with Arl Stein right now? He goes, like, sideways. (laughs) He doesn't like receptionists, I guess. Maybe there's, like, a... I'm I'm assuming there's a thin-lipped receptionist that works at Scholastic that pissed him off. (laughs) He had to write her in. That's my guess, at least. In fact, this whole place gives you the creeps. From the minute you stepped off the elevator on the 19th floor, there were no signs of life. No one in the echoing hall. Nothing but the creaking elevator door. Holy shit, how did he get in and get into the elevator if this place is supposed to be top secret research? Shouldn't there have been, like, security guards? They're just like, oh yeah, go ahead in, kid. (laughs) What the fuck is this place? And then you spotted the door to Eek Labs. Your mother never told you about that, either. The door looked like like the door to a huge vault. It has numbers 113 on it. Okay, no, that's Fallout. It was heavy steel and about six inches thick. Just like your cock. Your best friend Sam pulled a small handle near the edge of the door. To your surprise, the door swung open easily. Okay, you told yourself. So the place is a weird door. That's no reason to freak out. Yeah, she she works here, you tell the receptionist. She does research. Well, take a seat, she replies. I'm sure your mom will be right here. 
Then she packs up her oversized tote bag and walks out. Yeah, that's Why is he so mean to her? Right? He's so mean to the I think, yeah. Or maybe he had a, like, doctor's appointment and there's a receptionist that was just an uber bitch. Yeah. So he's like... But he hasn't even written this character to, to do your anything tape. bad. Just to be a bitch. This is the RL She's bitch-coded. <laughs> you search around for a chair and then you see them across the room. The chairs are all orange plastic and they're all chained together? Actually, that's not uncommon because some people will, like, fuck around with the chairs. Okay. So it's a way to make sure that, like, people don't try to scoot them in random places. Yeah. Sit down on page three. Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sit. He actually did it, ladies and gentlemen. It told me to sit down on page three, and I did. You sit down in an orange plastic chair, but Sam doesn't. I'm going to change it to she, so it can be a little more fitting. She starts roaming around the waiting room, just like the real Sam. <laughs> Shut up. So, what movie is your mom going to take us to? Sam asks. You shrug. Who knows? But remember, uh, but remember, Sam, we promised my mom we wouldn't act too wild here, you warned with a grin. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to make it a little high pitch for Sam. She says, like she really cares. She wanders over to the receptionist's desk. She picks up a glass of clear liquid that's sitting there. It's probably just water, but... Hey! You cry? Don't drink that! I would not drink somebody else's water. I'm just gonna say But before you can stop her, she drinks it down. Sam drains the glass in one gulp. Why would you do that, Sam? I don't know. You're gross. I wouldn't drink someone else's water. I don't know her. The book just said you did. I didn't do it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Then she rolls around to face you. Sam, I mean it, you moan. We can't fool around. This is a science lab. No, this is a reception lobby. He starts to answer, she starts to answer, but suddenly her face turns white. She clutches her throat and gasps. Then the veins on her neck start to pop out. A moment later, her, her makes a, a moment later, he makes a hideous face. So how can I make that? She, she does. I didn't go for her. I'm an idiot. <laughs> she makes a hideous face as if she's turning into Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. One or the other book, which one is it? Is she turning into a doctor, or is she turning into Mr. Hyde? You freeze. Your heart pounds wildly. What did you drink? You ask. Go on to page four. There's not a lot of choices here, guys. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. it's back to order. Okay, we're finally at our we're finally at po- ch- ch- uh, choices here. You race over to the desk. You pick up the glass Sam was drinking from and sniff to see if it has a smell, marijuana. <laughs> see, I think of the vodka. Yeah. Vinegar. Pussy. <laughs> Nothing. Sam bursts out laughing. She gives you a devilish grin. Water, Sam says, pointing at the glass. It's just water. I couldn't pull that off. Yeah, this is me. <laughs> it's our child, Sam Jr. <laughs> you can't help. You can't help laughing too. You like Sam. She's funny, but sometimes your best friend can go too far. She's always playing crazy jokes on you, and you can't help but be aroused by her, like some kind of crazy <laughs> thing, because she's your best friend and all. But you know it'll never work. What? <laughs> what? Sam gazes around. You're sure she's trying to find out, find some other trouble to get into. What? Maybe we should look for my mom, you suggest. Oh my god. Anything to keep Sam from getting into more trouble. Her eyes light up. Great idea, she cries. Maybe we can do our own experiments. She starts to remove her clothes and your clothes. Uh, dot, dot, dot. On second thought, dot, dot, dot. You unbuckle your belt and you get ready for, <laughs> the, for to take her to Pound Town. Chris, why? 
Why are you, you writing know? Fred R.L. Stein? Why? Yeah, R.L. Stein. Why are you so horny? What the hell? You were kink. Sh- you, he's gonna kink shame us in a couple books from now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just sit tight and wait. So here are your choices: if you sit down and wait for your mom, turn to page eleven. If you look for her, turn to page six. See, so are you looking for your mom, or are you gonna sit tight? Look for her. <laughs> we're not gonna be pussies. I mean, let's let's look around because I feel like yeah. just waiting is. Yeah, Brandon, which one's the more dangerous of the two? I'd say look around. Yeah, Sam, you're the clear-minded one. You shouldn't be choosing that choice. Eh, it's goosebumps. Okay, because so we can go with the bad sometimes choices. Sometimes the, the goosebumps. The well, and sometimes like if you say like, "No, I want to do the responsible thing," I'd be like, "Pussy, do it." <laughs> Dang, Arl Stein, man. Let's go look for my mom, you tell Sam. But remember, no goofing around. This is a science lab. (sighs) Right. Sam agrees. She zooms through the waiting room door into a long hallway. You quickly follow. Hmm, the hallway is pretty boring. Just a lot of closed doors on both white walls. And there's no way to know what's behind most of them. You open the first one and peek in. Bummer, it's just a lounge. At least that's what it looks like. There are two beat-up brown couches... A table, some chairs, and a bunch of vending machines. Got any change? Sam asks. I'm starving. Why'd you say that like Urkel? Got any cheese? (laughs) (laughs) You pull out coins from your pocket. You've got enough for only one snack selection. You drop the coins into the slot in the machine. You start to punch the number of your favorite candy bar. But before you can hit the buttons, a hand suddenly clamps down on your shoulder. Turn around slowly on page 14. You gasp as you turn around. It's a big hairy chimpanzee! Monkey! Hey! We got to the Monkey Factory pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. One choice and we got Monkey Factory. (laughs) This is a good book. We made the right choice. Yeah, we can end right here. (laughs) Monkey monkey found. Thanks for watching, guys. Yep. Watching. (laughs) Watching, yes. Yes, exactly. Thanks for watching the white wall while you listen to us. Hey, they might have synesthesia. They might be able to see and... I'm sure everybody puts on a podcast and looks at a white wall. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did at work. I mean, that's what I do basically at work. You and Sam freeze. This chimp has you cornered in the lounge. Where did he come from? Is he friendly or dangerous? You have have no idea what he'll do. He suddenly grabs onto your face and rips it off. (laughs) I was going to say. And he's bigger than any chimp you've ever seen. Oh, Oh, God. How many chimps have you seen, though, in real life? Apparently a few. Yeah. In fact, he's at least as tall as you are. More like a gorilla, you think. You swallow hard. I've never seen a chimp up close like this before, Sam whispers. Me neither, you whisper back. The chimp tilts his head, staring at you. He never seems to blink. Then slowly, he reaches his other big hairy hand towards your throat. Turn to page 13. We're literally going backwards one page. Ooh, we're getting another choice, guys. You want to scream, but nothing comes out. The chimp moves closer. His lips get pouty. And he kisses you on the lips. No, closer to your throat. But he's not to use tongue. Go to page five. (laughs) To to try to get to second base. To To grab ass. (laughs) To grab ass. Go to one hundred and one. Gotta go a little further. Come on. Uh, You're right. Sixty nine comes later. But he doesn't grab you or even touch you. Instead, he reaches past you to the buttons on the candy machine. He points directly at A six. Hey! Cries Sam. He wants to get a different candy bar. Cool, you say, smiling at this amazing monkey. But is it okay to give candy to a chimp? Before you can decide, Sam pushes the buttons for A6. 
a chocolatey, peanutty thing drops into the slot. But it's this thing makes it sound so much worse. It sounds like a turd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who baby worked this place? <laughs> Sam quickly unwraps the candy bar and hands it to the chimpanzee. His monstrous teeth chomp down hard on the candy. In nature, he wouldn't have to ask. <laughs> he wouldn't. He would not have to ask for this. He could shit in his own hand and eat it. <laughs> for that chocolatey, peanutty goodness. <laughs> It has the same taste as a fucking baby Bruce. <laughs> Shitty. Oh. <laughs> he finishes it in two bites and then pats you on the head. That's nice. A moment later, he motions for you to follow him. Come on, let's see what he wants, Sam cries. I don't know, you reply. I thought we were looking for my mom. Maybe we should go back to the waiting room. Sam rolls her eyes. Where's your sense of adventure? Well, where is your sense of adventure? If you follow a chimp, turn to page 101. If you go back to the waiting room, turn to page 42, Sam. Oh, no. I, I'm leaning towards 101 because that's... Did you say 101? Or I did say 101. Yeah, so we have to go with that one, in my opinion. See, my thought is also, I said I should, you know, yeah. I in the book want to follow the monkey, and I feel like I should follow... But your favorite number is the other one. Yeah, but going back to the waiting room is like... I'm like, what? I don't know. That's Fuck. a sure way to die, too. I feel like following the monkey is a sure way to die. I, I no. feel like they're both liable to end in some nastiness. Let's follow the monkey. Follow the monkey. Follow, follow the, monkey. the monkey. So it doesn't matter, but... Yeah. Following I, the monkey. It's gonna say... Page I, 101. Wait. Okay, page 101. You follow the chimp. He leads you quickly down the gleaming white hallway. Oddly enough, he seems to know exactly where he's going. The chimp's not... Uh, when the chimp's not watching, Sam stops over... She copies the chimp's lumbering scamper. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sam cries, scratching her underarms and making chimp faces. <laughs> the chimp turns around and catches Sam at it. She gla- or He glares at both of you. Weird, you think. You know chimps are supposed to be smart animals, but the gleam in this one's eyes? Frankly, you think he looks smarter than Sam. Oh, dang! Oh, this book is just roasting you. I mean, to, to be fair, though, Sam is engaging in some kind of bigoted behavior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. It's huh? a little fucked up. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll start the YouTuber apology. <laughs> At least you come to a door. The chimp opens it and makes a sound. It sounds kind of like, eek? What's in here, you wonder? You step through the door of into a large laboratory. Sam follows right behind. Inside, a tall man wearing a lab coat writes on a clipboard. He whirls around. He glares at you with intense dark eyes. Who are you? He demands loudly. What are you doing here? Explain who you are on page 122. It's like the last fucking page. Okay, it's not. Did we die? No, we're on page 122. You try to stay cool, even with the scientists glaring at you. You introduce yourself and Sam to the man. You reach out to shake his hand. Grown-ups usually like that. Ah, oh, yes, the man says, squeezing your hand a little too tightly. I know your mother well, a brilliant scientist. You smile proudly. The chimp tugs on the sleeve of the man's lab coat, trying to get his attention. He makes some signs with his hands. You can't figure out what he's trying to say, but it seems to be a kind of sign language. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> The man nods as if he understands. I am Professor Ezark, one of Dr. Eek's assistants, the man says. I see you've met Oscar. He nods toward the chimp. 
Would you care to take a look at our work? He leads you and Sam to a wall of windows. You both peer through. Wow. Sam gasps graciously. Take a closer <laughs> look on page Why graciously? Dude, R.L. Stein is like on something with this. Yeah, he what? really hates his name Sam. Why racistly? I don't know. Well, you tell me, Sam. Your mouth falls open <laughs> as you stare through the lab window. To your amazement, the lab is filled with chimps. Okay. But they're not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. There's one chimp, now there's more. You know what's better than one chimp? More than one chip. Two. <laughs> but you're not. But they're not just monkeying around. They're doing cool things: playing checkers, painting pictures, and reading books. Look, Sam says, these two chimps are playing video games. Wow! Can you believe their scores? <sighs> what kind of research? Oh wait, no, this is you asking. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of research are you doing? <laughs> what kind of research are you doing in here? You ask, Doctor Ezark. Studying the brains of chimpanzees, he explains. Chimps are very smart, and physically, they're a lot like people. There is much we can learn from them. I watched it in a movie called Lawnmower Man. I'm teaching the monkeys to kill. Oscar gives the professor a nudge, a hard nudge, as if he wants something. The professor jumps a little, then he turns to you. Oscar is wondering if you'd like to go inside. Professor Ezark says, he nods towards the next room, to see the research, dot dot dot, up close. Sure, Sam cries, can we play video games? Oscar would like that very much, Professor Ezark replies with a strange smile. What's he smiling about, you wonder? Come on, Sam urges you, what are you waiting for? So, if you go into the room with the chimps, turn to page 67, if not... Then think of an excuse on page 108. I feel like if we go in the room with the chimps, we're going to become a chimp. Yeah. I see no downside to that. You're right. We'll be a chimp, we'll be a chimp in a lab. That's that the is We have video games, food. Checkers. Chimps. We don't know what kind of experiments they're running. What if they're sex experiments and it's great? We also don't know what kind of video games they have. What if they vivisect us? Doesn't if matter how die, sex. We <laughs> die. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Right, That's sex experiments. All right, I'll go with what was it, sixty-seven? Uh, sixty-seven. So, so I guess that's close enough to the... both Brandon and I are like. <laughs> so we're gonna go when yeah, the chimp and Close enough to the funny number. Mean, meanwhile, Ed's like, what if and we're like? <laughs> I'm not supposed to be the voice of reason. It's supposed to be you. Oh God, we have two chaos agents in here, and then Sam, <laughs> who's not, who's he's usually the voice of reason on these. It's goosebumps. Yeah, but he he just went and made a reasonable decision. Okay. Why not take a quick look around the lab, you think? After all, your mom never lets you do anything like this. She never shows you any of this cool stuff, except for her tits, which aren't that cool, <laughs> frankly. This might be your only chance. Yeah, we'd love to... Oh, wait, see you again. <laughs> I saw the name Professor in there. Yeah, we'd love to see the chimps, you tell Professor Ezerk. Professor Ezerk smiles. Oscar jumps up and down. Good, Professor Ezerk says. Quickly, he ushers you and Sam through the connecting door. As soon as you walk in, all the chimps glance at you. They stare at you and Sam without making a sound. Up and down, wondering if, it's, if you're the right age or not. 
Weird, you think? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> For the age of consent. Oh. That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> Welcome to Epstein's monkey. No. monkey no. Weird, you think? He truly didn't kill himself. He became a chimp. Oh, no. You hold very still, not wanting to scare the chimps. That's why you don't notice what's happening behind you. Oscar the chimp is slamming the door and locking it with a key. Hey, what's going on? Find out on page 10. As soon as the door is locked, the chimps stop playing games and reading books. The fun and games are over. Several of them run to the windows and pull down the shades. Oh, God. Then Oscar takes a lab coat from the from a hook on the wall and slips it on. What? What? He pulls something from the pocket and puts it in his palm. Then he walks over to Professor Ezark and holds out his hand. Resting there is a small chocolate treat. Professor Ezark snatches it and stuffs it in his mouth as if it's a reward. Oscar pats him on the head. Then Oscar points to a far corner of the room. Hey, you didn't see that before. The whole wall is lined with large cages. (laughs) Oscar cries, making that same sound again. Professor Ezark obediently hurries over to one of the cages. He crawls inside, lies down, and curls up to take a nap. Why do I think of him, like, running on all fours? Like, (laughs) Uh uh-oh. Sam croaks, clutching her arm. Look! Turn to page, or, yeah, turn to page 45. Was an exclamation point. I passed it. As you stare at the cages, you get a horrible sinking feeling. You see that several of the cages are occupied, but not by chimps. By people! They're all adults. Most of them are wearing lab coats, and all of them are asleep. Sam jabs you in the ribs and points. That woman curled up in the cage in the corner? It's the thin-lipped receptionist. <laughs> I did not I did not put the thin-lipped. It's in there. <laughs> It's, a Jap- it's one of those Japanese hotels. It's just a super tiny. <laughs> no wonder. Space. No wonder the halls of Eek Laboratories were so empty. Hey, what's going on here? Sam shouts. Oscar smiles at you. A chimp smile. <laughs> yeah, what chimp other smile, smile would he give? <laughs> and all of a sudden turns into a different smile. Then he lets a goldfish out... smile. Oh no. <laughs> then he lets out a series of eeks. You can't understand chimpanzee, but if you could, you'd hear Oscar saying, We're studying human brains! Humans are very smart, and physically they're a lot like chimpanzees. There's much we can learn from them. Then he pats you on the head. We're especially delighted that we now have two human children to study. He goes on, It should be very interesting. You and Sam back away. You don't understand what he just said, but as you stumble into the locked door... You're pretty sure you understand one very important scientific fact. This is definitely dot 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 the end. Dang! I told you guys. <sighs> you guys want to try? You guys no want to make an excuse? Me. No, I believed you that bad things would happen. I just wanted to see what would happen. I thought bad things would we happen. We didn't even but get to play video games. That's what I was going to say. I thought it would be something like cooler, and then the bad I thought thing it would be happen. kind of like the rat one, where it's like everyone's like, "Yeah, this is fun," and then they're like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, does this is, this time do you guys want to make an excuse, or do you want to go back further on your choices? No, I say we pick up from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah, see. Okay, so we're going to page 108. See if we can even escape once yeah. we've gone in. But the apes will escape. <laughs> uh, thanks, but we can't go in the lab, you say politely. That's okay, Professor Ezark replies. You probably don't have time anyway. Your mother just telephoned me. She had to go to a meeting, but she wants you to take Oscar home with you. Then someone will drop by your house later today to pick him up. Really? You ask? Take the chimp home? 
cool, Sam shouts. But it's not cool. It's not cool at all. The minute you get home, Oscar goes wild. He runs to the refrigerator and helps himself to snacks. But not to eat. To play with! He throws a handful of pineapple yogurt at the wall. Then he starts swinging from that the chandeliers. Pineapple yogurt. That's some yellow ass cum. Oh, oh, help! You and Sam are worn out from chasing Oscar. I wish someone would, would come and get this monkey, you say. That instant, the doorbell rings. You peek out the window. There's a jeep parked outside. And standing on your porch is a tall, muscular teenager wearing sandals and a pair of cut-off jeans. No shirt. His sun-streaked brown hair hangs down onto his broad, tan chest. This book this <laughs> got morning. Is this the gay awakening of the main He looks a little familiar, but you can't remember from where. Who is he? Answers the door on page 15. The gay awakening of Goosebumps. Uh, can I help you? You ask the teenager as you open the front door. Chimp! He grunts in a deep voice. Got him? Before you can say anything, Oscar rushes right past you. He flings his shit at his face. Okay, that's not what it is. He flings himself into the guy's arms. He strokes the guy's long hair and playfully pats him on the face. Then the two of them start making out. God damn it! I knew it was going to go there. That's why I was like, don't say aw yet. Then the two of them start making chimp sounds. See, it it led me to say making out. Mm -hmm. You you can't blame me. As if they knew each other. Thanks, the guy says, flashing you a smile. All at once, he vaults over your porch railing with Oscar in his arms. He leaps into his waiting jeep and drives off. That's impressive, considering that chip is the size of a child. He's he's a large monkey. No, he's a man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, technically, men are large monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Wait! You scream running after them. This can't be the guy the professor sent. Can it? Then you see the guy's license plate. It's one of those vanity plates, the kind that spells out a sentence or word. You stare, mouth hanging open at the simple blank letters. Monkey fucker. (laughs) (laughs) No one is going to believe this, you realize. Not when you tell them the chimp was picked up by a tanned, half-naked guy who grunted and drove a car with a license plate that read, Big Dong. (laughs) No. It says, T-A-R-Z-A-N. Tarzan. Nah, don't even think it. No way. Couldn't be. Could it? The fucking end. What? Yeah, hell yeah. I like what? that ending. Yeah. I like Gay that ending. ending. Tarzan, just picture up your monkey and leaves. Yeah. Oh, man. I like that. Hell yeah. This yeah. episode's not long enough. More exciting than the other one. We really have to go back to the reception area? That's kind of lame. I feel like we have to go back to the reception area. No, because both of them are like either wait in the reception area or go back to it. Yeah. Yeah. So So, uh, do you want to go back to the first one that had you go back to the reception area? uh, What do we think? Do I want to stay put or do you want to go in and then go out? I kind of want to stay put and see what happens. Yeah, let's stay put. So so the first stay put. Let's not listen to me for once. If if you sit down, (laughs) go to page 11. Because they're just talking about what an ass Sam is. <laughs> it's, it's Stein's yeah. fault. Yeah, it's Stein's fault that he wrote you so accurately. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Let's not mess around, you say to Sam. We should wait for my mommy. You take... <laughs> and my dad. And my dad. <laughs> you take a seat in one of the orange plastic chairs in the waiting room. Sam pops down in another one. That's the Sam thing. Plop her down. 
You saying you don't plop down in seats? I'm not saying I don't. I'm saying you don't. You have learned to it call. from watching your dad. <laughs> I got her to shut up, didn't I? Fuck you. <laughs> Love you. Bummer. She says, "I thought your mom was going to take us to the movies." Uh. You burp. She is. You assure her. As soon as she gets off work. But you look at your watch and think, uh-oh, she's late again. This has happened a lot lately. You feel abandoned. Very depressed. Your mom doesn't have time for you anymore. Okay, that's not what it is. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, right. You, you hardly ever see your mom since she started working at Geek Labs. She spends more and more time at the lab, smelling like a weird smell, almost like you masturbating. What? Smelling like sex. Dude, R.L. Stein is just, like, trying to get something out with this. When you complained about it this morning, she apologized and gave you a big hug. She offered to take you to dinner and the movies that night. And bring Sam if you want, she said. You check your watch again. It's almost six o'clock. Where the fuck is she? Suddenly, the doors open. A short woman in a white lab coat steps into the waiting room. Mom. She stares at you and Sam, then she motions for you to come with her. Sorry, we've been running late, the woman says. I'm Vanessa. Follow me. On to page 12. Yeah, my mommy's tall and beautiful. This woman's short. Sam's mom is not tall. Yeah, I was gonna say. No, she's not. You're here for the raster experiment, aren't you? Vanessa asks. The pay is $50 cash. You get it at the end of the experiment, and it takes only about 20 minutes. Let's go. You look at Sam. $50? But what kind of experiment is it? If you go along with Vanessa, go to page 20. If you don't want to take a chance on the raster experiment, turn to page 63. I wonder how long you can just sit at the bench. <laughs> Should like, we do that? I say, I say let's we try. Yeah, let's just stay let's here. Try. This let's do the boring, challenge. Yeah. We sit through all of the weird <laughs> stuff that happens and our mom, mind, our, our mom finally comes out. Yep. And we get to go see a movie finally. We do the uh, Far Cry, what is it, Far Cry 4 that you can just like yeah, really get. Yeah, Far Cry 4, just wait till your dad where comes he says, back. Can, hey, can you just. Hey, can you just wait a minute? And you literally wait, and then yeah, he's, he's like, like, oh, thanks for waiting. <laughs> thanks for waiting. Now we're off to have some fun. Should I stay or should I go? No way, you tell Vanessa. We're not here for any experiment. We're waiting for my mommy. I can't even say that. And my daddy. Vanessa narrows her eyes at you. Her dark hair cascades over her lab coat. She looks like the witch in Snow White. Wait here. Vanessa instructs, I'll get Dr. Eek. I don't know why I pronounced it like that. A moment later, an older man with gray hair walks through the door. Dr. Eek. I did not put a period there. <laughs> Dr. Eek is wearing a white lab coat, just like Vanessa's. But he has his his on backward. What? <laughs> his face is soft and fleshy. Oh. Like, like a what face. That's that so gross. Like, I feel like if you were to touch it, just like... It's maybe like old man face where it's yeah. kind of doughy. Yeah. I imagine touching and like, you can raw just, like meat. <laughs> it's like silly putty but softer. Oh. <laughs> the flesh looks as if it has been pulled up to meet his right eye and then stapled there. It gives him a weird squint. Well, well. Dr. Eek begins squinting at you. He sounds like a school principal who's just caught you stealing candy from the snack machine. How can you steal candy from a snack machine? Punch like, it. I guess. You can't reach your arm far enough. No one can. No, don't fist it. Don't fist it. That hand motion sound was so uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, no one knows what you're talking about. So I'm just doing the right arm up and just wiggling my fingers. What can I do for you two? I'm just waiting for my mom. You announce firmly. I announce it firmly. He asks your name and you tell him. Ah, yes. Dr. Eek says, follow me. (laughs) Follow him over to page 41. I guess we're not, I guess we still get to follow him though. I'm kind of curious. I've never read this part before. I've listened to a lot of... There's been a lot of podcasts that have done this book already. I've only chosen this one because it's the only choose-your-adventure with a monkey that I could find that I have. I'm sure there's more. There probably are. At least not Goosebumps, I'll tell you that much. Dr. Eek leads you down a long white hallway. Doors line both walls. All the doors are closed, which gives you the creeps. We've read this already. What's going on behind them? <laughs> Finally, Dr. Eek opens a door on the right. G-Lab is printed on the door. It's where we find the G-spots. <laughs> is this your mom's lab? Sam whispers. Who knows? You whisper back. <laughs> right this way. Dr. Eek instructs. He stands aside so that you and Sam can enter first. Inside the room is crowded with all the standard lab equipment. Tables. Oh, that's not lab equipment. <laughs> See, uh, tables tables are not allowed anywhere else outside the lab. Uh, oh my god! Uh, sinks. I mean, you can find those elsewhere. Beakers, Bunsen burners, jars of strange looking things. Oh no! What's that pony doing in that jar of white liquid? Oh god! <laughs> what's Man, your lab, lab experiment? Lab, lab. No, come lab. <laughs> come on, Eileen. But your mom is nowhere in sight. Then you notice a blob of thick, oozy white stuff sitting on one of the black lab corner. Is that literally is that real? Say? Oozy green stuff. Okay. okay. It looks like a cross between minty toothpaste gel and silly putty. It's the size of a jello softball. And it's glowing softly. Is this monster blood? Sorry, I, I just have that thought. Yeah. No, monster blood is blue, isn't it? No, monster no, blood is green. green and think... then there's a blue variant. Yeah, the blue okay, variant's yeah. in the fourth book. It's lame. It turns into a dick sucking lip to slugs. They literally do, like... They got DSLs? And it's glowing (laughs) softly. What's that? Sam asks, pointing at the green goo. This, Dr. Eek says. He picks up the blob. Here, catch. He tosses the blob of goo right at you. Catch it on page 96. Thank God he didn't toss it to Sam or else she would have dropped it. (laughs) I hate you so much right now. Just like how she always drops the ball on jokes. How would it? How would it respond to that one? <laughs> I mean, that wasn't one of those rhymes. Yeah, those are dick sucking lip slugs, aren't they? <laughs> they met down, ready to fucking suck. They gotta get their. They gotta get the money. The blob of green goo flies towards you. Sam dives in front of you and catches it. It's an old habit of hers, hogging the ball. Doctor E chuckles. Ha <laughs> ha! Nice catch. He declares in a deep, sinister voice. How do you like my new invention? Sam stares down at her hands. Her eyebrows wrinkle with worry. The green goo is sticking to her hands, and she can't seem to get them apart. What is this stuff? Sam moans deeply. (laughs) (laughs) I found a clay version. Hey, that's pretty well done. Ooh. Like, that's actually really well done. It says slug prop. I don't know if it's actual prop or... I don't know. Uh, That's one of my very best experimental results, Dr. Eek replies. I call it my G substance. G for green, G for glowing, G for gooey, and G 
for gummy. Okay, that's not on there. <laughs> How about G for get it off me? Sam shrieks. <laughs> you gasp. Oh. The stuff seems to be growing up Sam's arm. Ah, uh, yes, Dr. Eek says. And I forgot to mention G for growing too. Help! Sam screams. The goo slowly creeps up both of her arms toward her face. That's in the book, not me. <laughs> Quick, help your best friend on page 82. Also, I found Spongy. Hey, Spongy. Wait, what? Spongy? Why? Like, I was looking through Monster Blood, and I guess he either did it, or somebody did, like, fan art or something. Like, yeah, I think yeah. he reviewed it at some point, or right. something. But yeah, it was a Spongy. Oh, I thought you were calling Spongy the green goo. No, I... <laughs> so, this page ends with three choices, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh. Quickly, you try to pull the sticky, glowing green stuff off Sam's hands. But it's really stuck. You can only get about half of it off. And guess what? Now your hands are stuck together, too. Yeah, because apparently we're a fucking moron. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, just put your bare hands on it. Have put your fun. face into it. Have fun, people, Dr. Yeek says. He salutes, salutes you briskly with a quick snap of his hand over that weird eye. When, then he shovels out of the room. For the next few minutes, you and Sam struggle with the goo. You claw at your hands and your arms, trying to pull it off, but it's no use. The stuff is too sticker. It's like a guy in your hair. But you have a date tonight. With your mommy. <laughs> I love going on dates with my mommy. <laughs> oh, I told Sam my theory of, uh, what's it called? Because we jokingly say I have a mommy complex, and I made the joke of, I'm trying to make sure mom does- Mom. <laughs> I'm trying. I, I make it to Sam. That's the most Freudian I, thing yeah, I've ever heard. I fucked up my own explanation on that one. But I made the joke that I do it because I don't want mom to. God I don't want Sam to become a mom in that way because she she comes close by saying mom things, but I'm trying to prevent her from becoming the mom stuff by making her cringe at mom mommy. Okay, I'm so confused now by basically like making sure I don't get like a weird. Oh no no no! I don't want you guys to explain it. It's okay. (laughs) No no no! I understood that. But But just Chris kept going. The the Freudian (laughs) calling me mom. Mom mom. (laughs) Just looking at all three of you there. Uh, Okay. Within minutes, the goo has grown all the way up both your arms, and it's starting to encircle your throats. Just as it slides towards your mouth. Dr. Eek returns. Well, people, how are you doing? He says with an evil smile. Are you ready to cooperate now? Because I can get that stuff off you if you're willing to do the raster experiments. So, if you cooperate, go to page 9. If you smear some of the goo on Dr. Eek, turn to page 37. If you just run like mad, turn to page 77. Dude, smear it on him. Yeah. Smear it. Okay, remember if page 82, if guys. If we're in this uncomfortable hentai, he's coming down with us. <laughs> Alright, we're not dead yet. Help Dr. Eek with the raster experiment? No way, you creep! Not you fucking sh- likely. <laughs> you shout at Dr. Eek. You're not going to experiment on us! Then you lunge at him with your gooey hands. You try to smear some of the goo on him. It sticks to his hands. But it doesn't seem to bother him. <laughs> oh, no. Dr. Eek shouts, tossing his head back and roaring so, with laughter. I felt like it, this was going to happen. Dang. What's so funny, you wonder? You're not laughing. 
The green goo is creeping into your nose now. You glance over at Sam. She seems to be in a trance. The goo is covering her mouth. Neither of you can breathe. Find out what's so funny on page 44. Jeez. (laughs) Oh, we're still not dead. Slowly, Dr. Eek takes his right hand and begins to pick at a spot on his left wrist. Just above the gob of goo you smeared on him. Gob of goo. (laughs) You gasp. He's pulling off his skin. Oh! Then you realize he's pulling off a thin, lifelike, rubber, flesh-colored glove. A glove that looks exactly like his real hand. So that's why the goo didn't hurt him. A moment later, he reaches up and pulls off a skin-tight, lifelike mask that's covering his face. What? No! You shout when you see his real face. It's It's your mommy! Oh, darn it! It's It's not the same face as the mask. Instead... He has a pasty, pudgy face of a man. Your mom once showed you in a picture. Your dad! No. (laughs) Daddy! (laughs) A man who was fired from her lab for being totally crazy. You're you're Herbert (laughs) Wimplemeyer! That gave R.L. Stein the gold medal on that name. Herbert Wimplemeyer. Get the Pulitzer Prize just for that name. That's such a Goosebumps name. Ugh. That's not no. That's not even a goosebumps. No, game. no. They're always generic. This is too crazy. Yeah. Okay, the crazy, like the crazy scientist. You cry to shout, but the green goo is creeping into your mouth. His name comes out something like <laughs> I hate it when people can't pronounce my name. Doctor E growls. Turn to page one nineteen. He takes off the goo so you can say it properly. <laughs> Say my name. (laughs) Dr. Eek still has a glove on one of his hands. He moves toward you, then pulls some of the green goo out of your mouth. There! You've got about two minutes until the G-substance slips back into your mouth and down your throat. He tells you with a horrible laugh. Now, what were you saying? You gasp for air, then talk fast. You worked with my mom at Eek Labs! You say, until you got fired for being crazy. Not at Eek Labs. Dr. Eek corrects you. Eek Labs, E-I-K. It stands for Engineered Inner Knowledge. And yes, I did get fired. That's why I started my own lab. In the same building, just one floor above. Huh? You say, not quite understanding. It's simple, Herbert Wimplemeyer explains with a nasty shake of his head. You got off the elevator on the wrong floor. You glance at the clock. You have only one minute left. Quick, turn to page twenty-one before you choke on the goo. Oh man, that's a that's a that's a sentence that was written in this book. Choke on that goo. You two have been holding back the giggles the whole time. This goo has been sliding down your throat. I'm just a boy learning about goo going down my throat. Just imagine, just imagine, I swallowed the goo. It opened up my life, I'm now gay. Hooray, yay. I don't know why I did ice all the sun. You get a sinking feeling in your guts because the goo has reached your guts. <laughs> Uh, you get a sinking feeling in your gut as the message sinks in. I've seen it. You're on the wrong floor. Your mom's lab is downstairs. I will give you one chance, Dr. Eek says as the goo starts creeping back up your face. One chance to either escape 
or find the antidote. The antidote? You mean there's something that will reverse the effects of the goo? A way to make the stuff stop growing all over you? 20 seconds left, Dr. Eek warns. Then he closes his eyes and starts to count. One, two, three... Waste all this time just watching him count. He's counting pretty fast. If you search the lab for an antidote, go to page 128. If you buy more time by smearing goo all over Dr. Eek's real face, turn to page 73. Mm. Do you goo the doctor or look for the antidote? <laughs> Let's look for the antidote, because I feel like we already tried gooing him once. But he was wearing, like, protective gear. But then he might just use the antidote on himself, and then we run out of... That's yeah, true. that's true. So... Yeah, antidote. Yeah, if he's not lying about the antidote. Okay, I'm going to put 73 that's real also quick. True. As goo starts to slide down her throat. Oh, God. <laughs> My question is, don't you gag a little? <laughs> this little boy don't got no gag reflex. Oh, God, no! <laughs> your heart hammers wildly in your chest. You've got to find that antidote. Time is running out. You yank on your dick. <laughs> You yank open one lab drawer after another. 16, 17, 18, Dr. Eek says. Now he's toying with you, counting more slowly. His eyes are still closed. None of the drawers contain anything that looks even remotely like an antidote to the goo. And it's taking you so long to open them. Your sticky hands cling to everything you touch. Then you see it in the last drawer. A jar of red gooey stuff. Could it be? 20! Dr. Eek cries, opening his eyes. You don't wait. You unscrew the lid of the jar, plunge a slimy green hand into the red stuff, and scoop out a handful. It smells sweet, so you put it in your mouth. Ha 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 Dr. Eek laughs uproariously. You think you can save your life that way? You're eating strawberry jam! I knew it. Then why'd you choose this solution? No, I just thought it was strawberry. Like, I, when you said the red, red thing, I was yep. like, it's just jam. Just a random Oh jerk. no, he's right. And guess what? You're allergic to strawberries. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Go to page 48. You die of anaphylactic shock, not goo. Yep. What does this have to do with monkeys? <laughs> it was the other one. that We got the good ending to the monkey one. It doesn't matter. Oh, that was a good one. The Tarzan okay. ending is a good ending. Okay. Okay. Pretty positive. Yeah, it's a good ending. ending. Minus the monkey wrecking the place. You got to meet Tarzan. Hey, you can clean up the mess. You saw a hot Tarzan. Yeah. You break out in hives. Little bumps pop out all over your body, on your face, your neck, your arms, your hands. Even your tongue is covered with reddish, swelling, bumpy things. And the hives are nothing compared to the feeling of the green goo. It's sliding into your nose, your mouth, even your eyes. It feels like a million snakes slinking their way into your air passages. You're going to suffocate any second. All at once, Sam seems to snap out of a trance he's been in. She's been in. She springs into action and runs right at Dr. Eek. Sam yells, then she smears some of the green gooey goo, gobby goo, gobby goo, on the doctor's face. Ah! Dr. Eek screams in terror. He bolts out of the room, and from the look on his face, you figure he's heading for the antidote. Follow him on page 80. Oh. As you have stuff sliding into every orifice. Sounds comfy. Every orifice. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie. You're, you follow Dr. Eek as he races down the hall, pulls open another lab door, and hurries in. Inside, there is an enormous glass box with, un, uh, with a hinged door. Dr. Eek dashes into the chamber and tries to pull the door closed. Not so fast, you shout. You and Sam dash into the box with him. 
it's like cramming three sweaty people into a phone booth. <laughs> Too close for comfort, and you can tell there is a little, very little air inside. But who cares? The minute Dr. E closes the door, a white gas fills the box, and the goo dissolves. You are right! It's the antidote box! You're saved! Except... Uh, how come this door won't open? Sam asks. He bangs on the handle. Hey! How come the lights just went out? You cry. You stare into the total pitch darkness of the lab. You're locked in an airtight box with a crazy person. Turn to page 58. And you're also probably going to die of anaphylactic shock at any point now, too. Yeah. The only speck of light anywhere in the glow in the dark is... The only speck of light anywhere is the -the glow-in-the-dark face of Dr. Eek's wristwatch. In the darkness, you can feel him bend his head to look at it. He groans. What? You ask. Nothing, Dr. Eek says. It's just that they're right on time. Who? You ask. The electric company, Dr. Eek says. I'm afraid I haven't paid my electric bill for the past three months. They threatened to turn off the power at 7 p.m. If I didn't come up with the cash, I guess they weren't kidding. Kidding? Nope, they weren't kidding. And you're not laughing either. Why? Because it takes a big gulp of air to laugh, and you're out of air in the end. I'm really curious if the, uh, like fucking smearing him is going to work. I mean, technically that's kind of what we did, yeah. yeah. We'll find out on page 73. This is the last page I'm reading, just because I'm so fucking interested. <laughs> You slime! Oh, wait, no, this is you. You slime! You shout at Dr. Eek. His eyes are still closed, so he doesn't see you coming. You leap at him with your goo-covered hands. You smear the goo on his chin, mouth, and eyebrows. <laughs> Dr. Eek shouts, tossing his head back and roaring with laughter. What's so funny, you wonder? And then it hits you. Haven't you been through this all this before? That's when you see him reach behind his ear and pull I off another mask. Are you kidding me? Well, wait, why did it work the other time you smeared it on his face? Because it wasn't us that did it. It was our friend. Yeah. And our friend apparently had some bullshit magic power. Yeah, no, he just shoved it into the mouth. Just... Oh, oh, that's that's oh, true. Oh, I guess yeah, okay, so. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. You realize? Just deep in. He may be crazy, but he's also very smart. Smarter than you. Now what are you going to do, hotshot? Never mind, it doesn't matter what you do, because Dr. Eek will always have another mask underneath the first. (laughs) You can't slime him. You can't escape him, and guess what else? Your 20 seconds are up. Say goodbye, because this is the end. Lame! Just stick it all away. (laughs) Fist him. Just fist him in the mouth. Just Just fist his asshole. I mean... He can't have an ass mask. <laughs> what if he somehow he does? Suppress. What if he invented the ass mask? He, <laughs> he's an inventor. Yeah, he invented the ass mask. Ass mask 5000. <laughs> Alright, thank you for joining us on Let's Read the Deadly Experience of Dr. Eek. Oh my god, what the fuck was this book? This was supposed to be the monkey one. This was We did the monkey endings already. I we got so. the good ending. I, yeah. We got the bad ending. We got the good ending. Yeah. You guys became part of the experiment, and you became you got to be got got to take care of Oscar for a little bit. Tarzan described that way so hornily, like because yeah. Tarzan's kind of hot, and that's how he is. <laughs> I guess our character is a little bit gay. A little, little gay, bit. little gay for Tarzan. Sam was there; she liked it. Tall, <laughs> tall dark, and handsome. <laughs> it was worth it for the like. <laughs> See, it's funny. 
She'll do it to you, but if I do it to her, she'll have the same gross reaction. So It's like nails know. on the chalkboard, if you're the one doing it. I guess yeah. so. I guess so. Because you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's because I do it worse. Well, thank you for joining us this week on Speaking of Which Presents Monkey March Madness with this Let's Read based around a monkey. Uh, at least it has a monkey on the cover. And we got the good monkey ending. Who fucking cares? We got monkeys. And we got Tarzan. Who cares about Tarzan? We got monkey. Tarzan was hot. Who cares? R.L. Stein is apparently at least a little gay for Tarzan. <laughs> Nobody's gay for Tarzan. Sorry. What is he, Mole Man now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, moment's kind of dark. Have you seen the, like, deleted scene from the... Yeah, I saw that one. I liked and retweeted it. Keep it comment. Where he just points a gun at the sky. With money. Because he thinks he's threatening God, basically. For money. It's pretty good. It's pretty good deleted scene. Yeah. Uh, But thank you for joining us. Hey, make sure to like us, subscribe, review us on Spotify, or rate us on Spotify. That really helps people find us. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, review us on iTunes. It also helps us there, but... Not a lot of people use iTunes, because iTunes kind of sucks. There, I said it. Fuck iTunes. Hey, and make sure you're at least subscribed to SOW underscore podcast on Twitter, because that's where I update and post funny things for all you guys. You like the dank memes? I don't post them. I'll like them, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. We also have a website, speakingofwitch.org, because I don't want to pay for .com. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, .org is cooler, though. .org. I like .org. We are you should try to find .edu. Ed, uh, no, that one wouldn't work. <laughs> but yeah, or, I mean, I like .org a bit more. I think it sounds cooler. We're yeah. an organization. We are. Yeah. I would yeah, say we yeah. are. We're an organization of dunces. That's of, fair. Of horny people. <laughs> of goo lovers. <laughs> ah, the goo slipped down your mouth. Uh, <laughs> reach my tum-tum. Oh. 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 Dude, don't ruin Mommy kink for me. Sorry. <laughs> mommy, mommy. That's what he's trying to do for me, though, is he's trying to ruin any kind of mommy thing by doing that. That's what he was trying to say when he kept doing the... By saying mom on accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. By, by making the Freudian slip. <laughs> yep. But hey, thank you for joining us. And hey, if you enjoyed what you heard, pitch in a dollar every month on patreon.com slash speaking of which. It's a dollar a month. You could spend a dollar on something worse a month. Like... Like a McDouble. That's not a dollar anymore. Is, is there a dollar It's even cheaper than a McDouble. That's what a better yeah, advertisement is. For less than a price of a McDouble, you too can help a small podcast <laughs> in the arms of... A That's the wrong song. <laughs> what song is it? No, that, I mean, wait, is that the same advertisement? I thought it was for sick kids. It was for, like, kids in... De- under, like... It, I thought like, the Arms of the Angel was for the animal it's shelters. For the animals. It's for the well, animals. Which is, yeah. which is fitting. But it's still the same thing of, like, for less than... No, I'm saying that yeah. one's more fitting for yeah. us. Yeah, I guess. We're not in the arms of an angel. Stop chewing in your arm. Stop <laughs> trying to lick your crotch. <laughs> All right. Well, like an animal. Make sure to follow us at the SWRS <laughs> Podcast on Twitter. Sam, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and very rarely on Instagram at Berserker Rose. Yeah, I've given up Instagram. Sorry anyone who, who who follows me on Instagram. I just don't fucking care about it. It's stupid. It's fucking... It, it's a very lame site. I'm just going to say it. Instagram but is lame. It's part of the metaverse now. Yeah. Ooh, oh, so it's right. extra lame. Yeah, it, it just got worse. It's lamer second life. <laughs> Where kids are allowed in the sex clubs very easily. Oh, no. Yeah, they found that out with the metaverse. 
Wait, for real? Yeah. That's funny. That kids were allowed to be in very adult spaces. That oh. reminds me of the, what's it called, the Futurama episode where they're like, are you 18? And it's like the kid in the adult seat, yes, on the internet. Yeah. And it's like the baby, yeah. <laughs> well, I also thought of the, uh, what's the Black Cock Game? Don't go there. <laughs> Don't go to the Black Cock Game, Pikachu. You two Onyx. The fucking Fucking donkey. Second Life. The Second Life, du- Second Life Donkey video. Second Life is weird. So, I, I think we should probably go on, like, she blinded me with science or something like that for this episode. Something with a doctor. Yeah, or, like, anything maybe goo-related. Weird science. <laughs> How many goo-related songs can you name, Tim? I can't yeah, name any. Name <laughs> There's at least a song called Monster Blood. That's goo. Oh, there you yeah. go. But what, did we already use that for Monster Blood? I did not. Hmm. I did not. No, I think I'm going to go with uh, Weird Science. Sounds good. All right. Because I prefer that over She Blinded Me With Science. I don't like She Blinded Me With Science. That's It's not that good of a song. But Weird Science. That's Oingo Boingo, and I I fuck with Oingo Boingo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weird Science. It's Jack Gil- Skellington. Yep. Yeah, yep. Singing voice, at least. <laughs> yep. Because Chris Sheridan can't sing. Hey, at least it's better than the Mamma Mia where they had Pierce Brosnan singing. <laughs> Don't you insult Pierce Brosnan. He is not he can a singer. Sing. He can sing beautifully with his sexiness. You yeah. don't need to be a good singer when you look that good. I hear what you're saying, but at least don't be in a singing role. Nah, he can be in there. It's fine. It's Mamma Mia. Who's <laughs> going to see it except for thirsty moms for fucking Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> but even my mom, who you know is a thirsty bitch sometimes, was like, no... How did you think no. of Pierce Brosnan in uh, Lawnmower Man, Sam? He was very healthy. <laughs> to quote my mom. <laughs> Is that she, what she said? She'll say instead of sexy, she'll be like, he's very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> that's um, that's kind of um, ableist there. Oh my god. What if they're, what if they're a heavyset man? Oh, he's healthy. What? <laughs> Which one is it, Sam's mom? No, she'll just be horny for that. She'll she won't even drop any pretense. She'll be like, ooh, <laughs> for like for like a like bear type guy. She'll be like, mm. Pierce Brosnan's not a bear type. No, I'm saying like I know, like for guys that look like my dad, John Goodman. <laughs> I don't think she was. I don't think she was into John Goodman. Well, then she's not into the bear type then. That looks like your dad. No, I don't know. Maybe she. I don't know. I feel like maybe he's too clean shaven most of the time. Mm. She needs the hairiness. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong with King Ralph John Goodman? <laughs> and he, just trying to dissociate from the comedy. And is in the corner Weird shaking. Science. He's and just rocking back and forth. He does not want to think about it. <laughs> Praying for strength. <laughs> what is it? The, the talk of bears or is it the talk of my mom? <laughs> Your parents. Yeah, they're humans. They're adults. They have to have their own feelings too. Honestly, like I do things. not want to know of them. How do you think I feel when sometimes when I said like, "Oh, I'm going to a bear gay bar," and she's like, "Oh, I want to go so I can just watch." Oh no, which I thought was gross. Yeah, that, yeah, it's just gross. a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, but it was it's like, also kind of standard behavior from women. Yeah, especially with a certain generation. Yeah, I'm like, mom, no. See, Let it's them... funny. My mom pretty much just made her a cel- made herself a celibate, so it's like I don't have to worry about that shit. My mom, I'm like, I don't want to know anything past that. Like, I'm fine with knowing about it. I, that's you. <laughs> I'd be okay if my if my mom says she masturbates. I'd be like, good for you, mom. That's healthy. 
That is good. Why would your mom <laughs> tell you that? Because she's like, I think of Chris Hemsworth. And I'm like, Mom, Chris Hemsworth is not the sexiest Chris. <laughs> Who is the sexiest Chris in your pending Chris? Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, all right. No, no more. Please. But she doesn't need to know that. Uh, but it's Chris Pine. That's a fair choice. Yeah. He has a very... Actually, it's Christopher Walken. That's accurate. You know, I, I get it. He's a good dancer. Yeah. And he was a lion tamer at one point. Yeah, that is sexy. That is not where I was expecting the and to go. <laughs> and he, he, he's like, I'll get you, Baz. <sighs> oh no, Hall's destroyed. I'm Christopher Walken. I'm now an elephant in Yu-Gi-Oh. Goodbye. What? What? Don't you remember the Yu-Gi-Oh card where they did the the Christopher Walken impression for it? Yeah. It was really stupid. Just like how they always did like a freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger impression for some of them. Good night.